Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. Hey, God, God bless. God bless. Bless. Yes. Yes, God bless. Welcome to the Young Men and Young Women Worldwide Revival. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me do it. God bless. We welcome everyone Thank tonight. You. Thank you. Young men and women of God's worldwide ministries Bible study. <laughs> and, Amen. And we just thank everyone for joining us. As tonight we'll be going into the book of Titus. Titus. First chapter. Um I will be Jumping in and out, sharing, we will be doing a tag team match on this Bible study tonight. Um, me and Pastor Nadine Rowley Washington. Um, do want to let everyone know that um, this will be my last Bible study since September. Um, I am going on sabbatical. And Pastor Nadine will be teaching for the whole month of August. And she will she will be doing the revival for the whole month of August. So we ask y'all to just join her and support her. Amen. And uh, uh, as she will be doing the uh, the Bible study, the Bible study and. In the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you. And the the revival. So, as we always do, we open up with prayer. Father God, we thank you once again for letting us have another day in your kingdom. We thank you for blessing our mind, body, souls, and our spirit. All praise be you, Heavenly Father, for you are the most high. We thank you for being all you are and all you shall ever be in our lives. Father God, we're going through some changes and some difficulties in our lives. But Father God, we know if we call on you, you are faithful and, and, and worthy enough to come to our rescue. So, Father God, we call on you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, we just ask you to lift us up in our going, in our going on, in our going through. And Father God, we ask that you just open up a mighty blessing going into next month, Father God that as the pastor takes over and does this line, that there be an increase, that people will come, that she will invite people she know to come and join online. Because the Bible says that two or three come on the, come together and on agreement that you are in the midst of Father God. Um, we just ask you to open up the doors that, that those that have an ear, let them hear what the Spirit is saying to their church, to come join us. Father God, we ask you to bless me as I go into sabbatical, Father God, that I come out and be delivered and set free and, 
and, and direct it in the direction I need to go in, that I can take your ministry into the higher and higher and higher levels that you have put before me to take this ministry. And we thank you, we praise you, and we exalt you. We ask you tonight that both me and the pastor sit down and let you stand up. Let it be more of you than than it is of us. And let us be able to be a vessel that you would use to teach your word in a mighty and powerful way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Or did I lose everybody? Amen, Pastor. Hello? God bless, God bless anybody on the line. Pastor Nadine? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Sure, man. Uh, I had, I forgot I had put on um, my finger tapped it. Please forgive me. Yeah, because Pastor Robin was here, but she hung up. So. Mm, not no work. Our announcements for tonight are as follows: that we will have Bible study every Monday night at 8 p.m. here on this line right here, and the ID code is eight four five eight nine. Pound one town. Again, the ID number is eight four five eight nine. Pound one town. On Wednesday nights, we will have Dr. Patricia Tall coming out of the International House of Prayer in Brooklyn, New York, and she will come on the line at seven thirty p.m. and she will be using this number seven two four 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 seven four four four. And her code, her ID code is one three seven. Four eight two. Again, Dr. Patricia Charles out of the International House of Prayer. We will be going through the Book of Revelations, and she will come on the line at seven thirty. Her ID, her number is seven two four 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 seven four four. The ID code is one three seven four eight two. On when? Amen. Amen. Uh, let me step in. Uh, let everyone know we have canceled that Bible study for Thursday night. They will be coming back in September. Uh, I, um, excuse me, I, I hadn't let you know, but I was doing that Bible study, and then I'm going on sabbatical for the month of August. We will that Bible study will not will be canceled until September. All right, God bless. Okay. So again, on Wednesday. We will have our guest speakers coming in eight, at 8 p.m. every Wednesday night, and we will have a theme and a scripture for the guest speakers, and they will preach you, preach and teach the awesome word of God. They will give you insight into what the Lord Jesus has for your life. 
We pray that when everyone comes in a line on Wednesday night, they will receive what they need to they need for their lives. They will let the word of God open them up, Father God, so they will be if they are they don't know you uh, if they don't know you, Father God, they will be convicted and converted, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you, Father God, for one more night, for one more night of prayer, of, of praise and praise and worship, Father God. We thank you for one more night of preaching and teaching on Wednesday night, Father God, to your glory, Father God. Hallelujah to your glory, Father God. Yes, I'm in the preaching mode again, but I'm coming out. Of- <laughs> in Right now, we're Jesus, and it's time for us to go into the book of Titus. Amen, 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 amen. I think I'll go ahead and open it up for you. I need to say a special prayer. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. I need a special prayer. We just come from the hospital. Uh, it was an emergency call in. Uh, a friend of ours got um, their cancer spread it to his brain. So we just, we just, we actually just made it in the door at eight o'clock in the taxi to get here because we had to rush. We had to rush in here. Uh, and uh, he's in good spirits. And he's a little out of it, but praise be to God for um, what he's going to do in his life. We're waiting for to find out about the hospice and everything he'll be going to. Uh, but you can pray for him when we get finished. Amen. Amen. We will pray as we close out the Bible study tonight. Yes. Um, sir. Tonight we're gonna we're gonna open up in the book of Titus. And, uh, very interesting book because it tells us on how we should behave and carry ourselves in in, in church. Mm-hmm. And it tells us a lot about who we are. Titus is one of the three pastoral epistles. Mm-hmm. And you might have to you might have to take over because where I'm at, oh, the storm. No, <laughs> the bu- the lights of the bus ain't coming on. Oh, okay. but anyway, anyway, well, where I'm at, I can read right now. And we start out in the first verse. Paul, a servant of God, and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God, elect. And acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness. And here Paul just opens up the introduction to who he was. He says, I, Paul, a servant of God. Amen. And the apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God, elect. He's letting us know that he was called, because we are God's elect. And we were called by God and acknowledge of the truth which is after godliness. He was called after the truth, which is godliness. See, when we walk in the word and we walk in the truth of the word of God, we are walking in godliness. Amen? Amen. Um, And he goes on and says, in the hope of eternal life with God that cannot lie, promised before the world began. And he's, he's now not only 
introducing himself, but he's also reaching out to let us know the, the promises that God has given us and the story on our lives into the kingdom. He, he says here that God that cannot lie, and God cannot lie. He has a very forth the fulfillment of his promises, no matter what. And he promised us all eternal life. Amen. Amen. He says, but had in due time manifested his word through preaching. Come on now. Which Amen. Is committed unto me according to the commandments of God our Savior. So he says, but had in due time, and when he was saying that, that, that in due time, See, sometimes when we're, when, when, we're, when we're exercising the word of God, sometimes we'll preach and sometimes we have to teach. And he says that in due time it was manifested to him to preach the word. Amen. You know, and we all have a moment of preaching and teaching the word of God. Amen. And what she says is committed unto me, of course, and see, it was committed unto him. Otherwise, when you say committed, that it was it was given unto him. Mm-hmm. You know, to the commandment of God, our Savior. To yeah. Titus, and, and listen, to Titus, my own son, after the common faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. So not only was it given unto him, but then he reached out, shared it with Titus, and it was given unto Titus to go out and preach the word of God. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me break this down. That, do you know everybody in the body of Christ is a preacher? Amen. Because the Bible says that we can, we can go out and spread the gospel. So he called us all out to go preach the word. Yes. But he designated some of us to be able to be that preacher teacher with the gift of preaching and teaching. Amen. But he called us all out to minister the word. Yes, yes. In the fifth verse, he wants to talk to us about the qualifications of an elder. Amen. This is going to be a little deep here. For this cause, that I thee in Syria, that thou should have set in order the things that are are warning. And ordain elders in every city as I have appointed thee. Mm-hmm. And and, and and what he was telling Titus that he left him to go out and set up the church and ordain elders to be over the church in every city where they had set up a ministry. Mm-hmm. He says, if any be blameless, the husband of one wife, and now he's telling you the qualifications of a of a of an elder. He says, if any be blameless, the husband of one wife, and having faithful 
children, not accused of riot or unruly. Did you hear what he said about your children back then? Mm-hmm. He says, having faithful children, not accusing of riot or unruly. Amen. So he's saying that you, you got to have your house in order. And your children are, are a symbol of you. So if your children ain't in order, you ain't in order either. Amen. Especially if they live in your house. Now, they, they live outside your house and they're gone. That's one thing. Nobody can hold you accountable. But if they're living in your house, and if you got little kids that are unru- that are unruly, how can we leave you to look over to be an elder of the church? And you can't Amen. Even, you can't even keep your own house in order. Amen. He turns around. And he says, for a bishop must be blameless as the steward of God. And must self-will, not soon angry, not given to wine, no straighter, not given to filthy lewd. And I mean that lewd means language. Mm. Talk to me, talk to me, Pastor. What's what, what, what's that saying to you about a bishop? Say it again. What is that saying to you about a bishop? What I just read. What is it saying to you? Wait a minute. It's Pastor Albright just deep generally. For a bishop must be blameless as the steward of God. And where where was that? In seven. It says, uh, "What did you just say?" I'm sorry, Bishop. I didn't quite hear because. All, um, I said, all what, is it, what is it saying to you? Oh, what does it, what is it saying, saying to you when you look at a bishop? That a bishop, he should not be blameless, but he should be a manager. He should be a manager for God. He should be a manager over the churches. He should not be willful. He should not be quick to be angry. He should not be a heavy drinker. He should not be quick-tempered and ready to fight. And he should be not have a violent nature, and he should... Um, not use church services just to earn money. He should not. He should not earn. Um, do things in a dishonest way. Amen. Amen. How about you, Pastor Albright? What is it saying to you? Or can you talk? <laughs> she just. That was Facebook. There was inbox. Oh, she's in the inbox. Okay. That was inbox. That was inbox. That's why I didn't care. You hear what you said? I was answering her back to where well, I'm What is telling you about a bishop? A bishop is an office inside the church. That's all it is. And Paul has placed the bishop to be the overseer. Mm-hmm. Okay, of the church in his absence. Someone that would keep things in order would be the hierarchy in the in, in that in that specific church. Mm-hmm. A, bishop, a bishop is not a bishop over a whole bunch of churches. Man made man did that. 
was a bishop was an office. Hello. I'm here. Okay. A bishop was was one that was 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 put in office in each church. Had a, each church had a bishop. And what it says here for a bishop must be blameless, and as the mm-hmm. steward of God, he's got he's got to be a steward. Yeah. And not yes. self-willed. He can't mm-hmm. be about his own will. He's got to be about moving in the will of God. He can't be self-willed. Yes, Lord. And what does that just also know? It's not soon angry. He, he, I mean, he can't get angry real quick. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't get angry about a lot of stuff that go on because it's about God, it ain't about me. Not giving the wine and not strife, and he says, don't, don't let him give the wine. Don't let wine be, and he doesn't say that, that he can't drink wine, but don't let wine be something that he does that overtakes him. Amen. You, you know, I grew up, they used to have winos. You could be a wino. <laughs> <laughs> Mhm. And not giving a filthy language, and that means talking, talking rudely and and and, and unclean words. But it goes on to say, but a love of hospitality, a love of good men, and sober and just holy, and 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 temperate, and and this is the mindset that a, a, a bishop or overseer can have. He should be have a a hospitality. He should be loving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All of y'all, all all anybody that I cover, I love. Them. I love all of them. I don't I don't I I don't see none of y'all and none of y'all. We never have no differences where I got to come out of myself and be something that y'all have, y'all didn't need. We we talk. We come in agreement. You know, and we, 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 you know, it's it's all it's always the peace of God in the midst of us coming together and talking about anything, and that's the way it should be. Amen. Amen. And it says that he should be sober. And and, and 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 I don't mean that he's a drunken, but he he needs to be sober minded because 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 there are things outside of liquor that'll make you un, that that'll make you unsober, anger, uh, 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 problems in your with, with people will make you unsober. Stress mm-hmm. when you're stressed out, you're unsober. You say things out your mouth that you really don't mean. You know what I'm saying? Because these things are making you speak or say things that you shouldn't say. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. said holy. And then he said he should be holy. You know? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and what he means is that the holiness that we have is not of our own, but it's of Christ Jesus. It's through yeah. Christ Jesus that we are holy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, right God says be as holy as I am holy. And the only way that we can be holy is in Christ Jesus. 
Amen. Yes. Yes. And I'm telling you, too. That's the only way you can be holy. It's in Christ Jesus. You can't be holy no other way. Mm-hmm. And for some people, that's a big charge. For some people, that is a big charge. Mm-hmm. And when I finish this, I'm going to let you do 10 to 16. I'm all right listening to you. I'm good. I know that you. This is something mm-hmm. that you truly. Love. This is something you truly love to do. Well, and when, a, when uh, someone loves to do it, I, I'm with it. Cause I'm, amen. I'm a good amen. Amen. It says, "Holy fast the faithful word." Oh, I did do it by the way. I did it. It says, "Holy fast the faithful word," as he had been taught, that he may be. Able by sound doctrine, both to exhort and to convict the grain slayer. And 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 uh-huh. you hear what he says. See, an overseer, uh-huh. I, as an overseer, I must be able to hold fast the faithful word as I as I have been taught by the uh-huh. word of God. By the word of God, I can't. I, I I can't never come to any of y'all outside of the word of God. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's through the word of God that that God manifests to me, guides you to be able to walk in the leadership positions that y'all in. Yeah. You you don't walk in the leadership position you went. You are in, in the flesh, but you will walk in that leadership position according to the word and the spirit of God. You know that in Bible study. What are you doing? You know? Then he says that he may be able to, he may be able by sound doctrine both to exalt. See, I have to be able to, to lift you up according to the word and then if you act, if you ain't doing right, I gotta be able to convict you according to the word. And and that's the thing that that, that a lot of times we got people that let you do what you want with no conviction. But uh, I'm telling I'm telling you, the conviction is what straightens you out to be able to walk. My God. Right in, to be able to walk right in the calling that God called you to walk in. Mm. Because it ain't it ain't that you know what? I don't know everything, but if I take you in the word, the word knows everything. Yes, it does. And it got an example for everything that you need to know. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and where there's gotta be a conviction is not a conviction coming from me if I you hear what he told me to do? He said, you sound doctrine in the word of God and convict you, not me. Amen. Not me. Not me. Go ahead and... Uh, Ten? Yeah, just, just share a little bit on what I was just talking about for one minute. Okay. Uh, um, what, I, what, I came, what I came with was that... Uh, we um the clerk as as a as a pastor as clergy 
what we are taught, we must, God, God, God chose us because he knew that we were able to be able to teach this word and to preach this word. But he also knew that we would be able to give it to you so you could understand it. We would be able to break it down. But see, my, I, put, I also put it in as believers, believers, as you are taught, you too must carry forth this word. You must take this word, this word. You must encourage, just as we encourage you, that same encouragement we give to you, you must encourage those out in the street. As Matthew uh, 28, 19 and 20 said, go ye therefore. You also must encourage. Just as you were taught, you must taught. You must share that word of God, not just with each other, as a lot of Christians do, but you have to share that word of God with everyone. You have to help them to learn it. You have to convince them of it. You know, when the when the people come up come up to you and they they um, try to turn the word of God into uh they try to say that's not what the word of God means or they try to naysay it. You, you that believer, you that was taught under someone that knows the word of God, you have to tell them about that. You have to explain to them about that false doctrine and turn it around so they can understand what the word of God is, uh, is saying to them and, get, and explain to them, give them the knowledge and guide them in the word. But also be that, be, that, be that model. Be that model. Let, your, your, let you be that testimony. The way Amen. you live your display of your life, be that testimony. Amen. Like it's not, it's not just in what the teaching is, because you can teach to you black and blue, but they need to see it. They need to see it in you, not Amen. just see you working, because you can know it all. But if you ain't living it, you ain't taught nothing. Amen. Amen. And and, and that's, where, that's where we're at with a bishop. A bishop and an overseer has to be one that has to be Blameless. Did you? Did it says blameless. And what? And what do you mean by blameless? That I gotta be honest with you. Mm. I gotta let you know my. I mean, my weak points and my strong points. Mm-hmm. I gotta be blameless in front of you. That, that that when you look at me as being a man or 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 or, or, or some some bishops today are women, but you look to be a man or woman. That you gotta understand. I'm in, I'm still in the flesh. And I gotta let you know where my limits are because as a man or a woman, we got limits. Amen. Amen. It's only in Christ Jesus that I have no limitation when I allow Him to move in me. Come on now, say that. Yes. 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 Let's go on to the to tempers. It says for there are. There are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers, especially they of the circumcision. Mm. There are a lot of false prophets. There are a lot of false teachers. When he says circumcision here, he was talking about the Sadducees and the Sadducees. They were they were false teachers. They were about their own. They uh about what they could get out of you and things like that. Um, today we have vain talkers and deceivers, people people that, that, that bring the word to you, and, and the word is a deception instead of it being a benefit, oh, hallelujah, instead of it benefiting you, it, it, makes you it, it, it makes you starve to want more of something because they only gave you half of it. 
Amen. Amen. And then a lot of people are, 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 are vain talkers because with a vain talker, somebody that knows how to talk real, real good and, and lose you in what they're saying, but it sounds good. Amen. Say that again, Bishop. Say that again. But it sounds good. It, it sounds good. You, you ever been to a church and a preacher be preaching and he be going on, going on, but he ain't saying nothing? But it, but it, but it did a whole lot of yelling and, and threw a lot of scriptures, and everybody got caught up in nothing. But he, he never said nothing. And it don't even explain what it means. Mm-hmm. He just talking. You ever, you ever been, you ever been to a, a sermon where somebody give you a topic, but when they preach and they taught on it, it was nothing. They had nothing to do with the topic they taught on. <laughs> that, that, that they said they were teaching on. Yes. Come on. Yes. 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 These are these are your vain and deceiving uh, 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 people. Yes. It says, whose mouth must be stopped, cool. who mm. who subvert whole houses, teaching things mm. which they ought not, for filthy do speak. And have people believing that they really ministers and pouring money into them. And a lot of times, that's what they're doing it for. They want to be like the parents getting Let money poured into them. You got people that are, that are run up to you and prophesize some stuff that God ain't even said. But you know what? You wanted to hear it. So they seem to be, look like you were old or you were ailing or something's wrong, uh-huh. you know, and you thought that was good. And next thing you know, you sold some money into something that had nothing to had a, how the pastor saying every time when she talks to a prophet, they want her to throw something into mm. And these people are not of God. No, no, they're not. But it says that whose mouths must be stopped. And 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 the thing about it, you know how you know y'all are so quick to stop the Jehovah Witness when they come to your door. Why ain't y'all that quick to stop people in the church when they're talking to y'all? Mm. <laughs> you can close the door on a Jehovah Witness. Why can't you close the door on on somebody that look like a saint but ain't a saint? Mm. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 So he says, teaching things which they ought not to, ought not, and fulfill the lose sake. And people teach stuff that they shouldn't be teaching. Mm-hmm. People teach them stuff that they don't even know. They they teach them something that they don't even know. Amen. And then you don't know, and they don't know. They sound good because you don't know. That's the only reason they sound good to you because they don't know what they teach. Amen. I went to a workshop. Um, I was at a workshop, and the and the and the, the teacher that was teaching the workshop. She said that when you preach, you don't teach. And I said, I beg your, I'll beg your pardon. When you preach, you do teach. And she said, oh, no, you don't. I was like, okay. I just put my hand up and I'll be quiet. I, I was quiet. But don't sit here and teach. Um, you feel the, the workshop, you feel be teaching me, and yet you're teaching me the wrong thing. I can't take that. I can't take it. So when you preach, you teach. If you don't teach while you're preaching, then how are people supposed to understand what you're talking about? Amen. The word of God, 
the word of God, you got to take the word of God and tear it apart. You got to Amen. you got to analyze that and tear it apart to understand what it's saying. Amen. The thing about it is that when you go out to exercise the word of God, you gotta know you gotta know one thing. When somebody is preaching or teaching you. That's why the Bible tells you to do one one thing. He said that a workman, he said, study to show yourself a fool, but workman that is not a thing of rightly dividing the word of God. Amen. You, when you when you go into a church and somebody's preaching, you got to know how to rightly divide the word that they're that they speaking to you. Because everybody ain't speaking sound doctrine. They're speaking their doctrine. And you have to understand that. And that's why when you pull out your Bible and you follow them and what they try to teach, you'll know whether they're going right or they're going left. Mm-hmm. Because one thing that's going to show you the error of man in the Word of God will be the Holy Spirit that that, that reigns in you. Because yeah. you, your Holy Spirit, well, your spirit will not accept what was just said because you know that ain't true. Mm. Mm-hmm. My Lord. My Lord. It goes, it goes on to say in the 12th verse, one of, one of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said that dissensions are always liars, evil beasts, and slow believers. This mm-hmm. witness is true. Wherefore, rebuke them sharply, that they may be sound in the faith. Mm. And he's saying that here we have a witness of the prophet that these people aren't right, and 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 you got to rebuke them. Amen. There's some people. There's some people that come in the leadership position and ain't they ain't speaking the truth. You got to rebuke that person. Amen. Yes, Lord, yes. I'm, you know, I bet you have the people ain't scared to rebuke you. You never be able to rebuke other people. Yes. Because whatever they talk about, if it don't line up with the word of God, then then it ain't it ain't of God. And it needs uh-huh. to be rebuked. It needs to be rebuked. Amen. Amen. In the fourteen verse it says and not given he to do his fables, the commandments of men that turn from the truth. And and, and, and you got to understand, we got a lot of fables. I heard one a, a guy say the other day, and and he was talking to me, and I said, bruh, uh, you need to throw that one away. He didn't want to say that. I said, because that ain't of God. When you, anytime you want to tell me, if you take one step, God will take two, you can't find that in the Bible, so there ain't no God. Mm-hmm. I said, that's a word that's not in the Bible. Not in the Bible. But it's a faith. It's a word that man made and, and his understanding and said it, and it became, it became a religious word. It's a religious word, but it's not the word of God. Amen. Amen. And this is what 
Paul is telling them here. The Titans don't. You know, even don't first, first, first don't Timothy talks about that. Yeah, don't let these people get caught up and fable. Mm-hmm. Because we, 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 we sit and we heard a lot of stuff from the old church and a lot of stuff that they said was fable. Mm-hmm. You take one step, God will take two. My Lord. Then you got a few more. Every God will put your sins in the sea of forgetfulness. <laughs> Where is it at? Got it. Put your um, sins in the sin of forgetfulness. And a lot of y'all that are, are listening in right now, there's a lot of more stuff that you, that you heard that you thought was the word of God, and, and, and you repeated it, and, you, and, and it sold into you, and you swore that that was the word of God. But then, you, but then when you took time to search it out and find out that it wasn't the word of God, there was something they that, that, that the older people that couldn't read was easier for them to say and make mm-hmm. a religious word out of it of God. But you know, Bishop, you got some preachers that actually will stand up being preached on cliches. Amen. And a cliche, that cliche ain't come out. That, I'm looking at that ain't come out the Bible. But you don't want to disrupt the service, so you either you get them walk out or you be quiet. Well, that's all you can do. You you can't jump off and disrupt <laughs> the service. You know, <laughs> you can't do that. But 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 the thing about it, and and. Before we move on, the other part of it is commandments of men that turn from the truth. Let me tell you the commandments of men that turn us from the truth. And some of y'all may not like it. Some of y'all may be into this, the, the, the traditional church. But the denominational church have commandments that, that are not of God, that man made, and we've been following so long that we say those are of God. Mm. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all on this line. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. There's commandments that, that in, 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 in the denominational churches that y'all follow that y'all have just took it in and said, this is a commandment of God. And it ain't. It's a commandment that man put in there along mm-hmm. with the commandments of God. Amen. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how different, 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 um, if you go to different, there are different churches where they have different, they have, the, they, they have, they believe in God, and yes, they believe in Jesus, but they have so many tra- different traditions where they didn't add it on to the word of God to make it be how they want it to be, and this is how they expect you to follow it. But when you start following it, it's actually not what the Word of God says. Amen. Amen. And there's so much of that nowadays. So much of that nowadays. There's some ordinances. Yes. There was hundred and some ordinances. Amen. Martin Luther tapped to the uh, church Uh door. I remember that. He got killed for it. Amen. I had a a pastor or something say to me, we wanted to know yesterday in the Sunday school who ever went to Catholic uh, went to Catholic church, and I grew up in a Catholic church. And he said, he said, did you have to make a confession unto a man? And I said, yes. And what did he make you to do? 
he made me go repeat the rosary. And the rosary, I thought this was of God. And it was about the Virgin Mary. You know Amen. what I mean? And you had to say her name. And and, and she was that was your repenting prayer to um to get whatever forgiveness for whatever sin you committed. And 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 that was a commandment that was put in place by man, but that's not of God. God doesn't mean for us to call on the Virgin Mary to pray to her for her to forgive us of our sins. Amen. So, you know, this is where we get caught up in denominational things that are not of God. And when we bring it back to the Word of God, um, when we go to not just the Catholic Church, um, you have to like Cam. And and they have every... They have statues in there that you go pray before. You know, uh, Saint Teresa, uh, uh, Saint Christopher. They have all these things, and these are not; these were not put in place by the Word of God. Amen. But they, but they are the commandments. They are the commandments that man put in place in the Catholic Church. Let's move on. I just wanted to share that. Um, yeah. In the 15th verse, it says, Unto the pure of all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. But even their mind and conscience is the self. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient, and unto every good work, reproach. Oh, I can't say it right now. But what he's saying is, what he's saying is, and I, and I, and I love this, he's letting us know one thing, that under the pure, under the pure all things are still. When uh-huh. we're walking right, when we're walking right, all things, are right with us when we're walking. When we walk in purity, we are pure. Mm-hmm. But he says that, but unto them that are defiled, unbelieving, is nothing pure. That that means that, 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 that it doesn't matter if you're not walking right. Whatever you're trying to do that's pure, it's not pure because you're not living right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Amen. You're striving for it to be pure, but it ain't pure because you're not pure. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. And he says here, but even their mind and conscience is the pure. Even our minds and our conscience are defiled because we're not we're not cleansing our minds with the word of God. Amen. That's why the Bible says one thing: cast down every treasure made from nation that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought and obedience to Christ Jesus. Because 
The devil is certainly always dealing with our mind, and he's always mm-hmm. trying to pollute our mind with 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 with, with dirty stuff. Yes, yes. And believe mm-hmm. me, if we don't speak against what he's polluting our mind, we'll fall victim to him. And I'm not telling you nothing that I have not fell victim to. I just let me keep putting dirt in my mind, and I ain't and I ain't fighting against the dirt. I'm letting the dirt build up to the dirt overtakes. Mm. My Lord. Then I gotta come. Then I gotta go through a cleansing period to get myself clean again. Jesus. Been there. Lord have mercy. Been there. And the thing, the thing that get it, that gets me is, is we we act like in the body of Christ that that that. that that so many of us is not going through the same thing. And we all are. Amen. Yes, but we, we are. We stand each other like we just as pure as pure could be. And, 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 and there's so much pollution running around because you can't even see the pure eye was pure in you. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Bible keeps telling us, do not entertain the things of the devil. But yet we we find ourselves entertaining them things. My Lord. How many times? The Bible says, make no way for him. But yet we do make way for him. Make no way for the the adversary. But how many of us make way? And I know I have. I don't know about anybody else. Every, it, this, anybody, and, if and anybody say that they don't have a vice bishop, they lie. Yeah, I know. But they <laughs> act like it. <laughs> it says they profess that they know God. And, and, and see, the thing about it, we profess that we know God, but we really don't know God yet. Mm. Is that what Paul was talking about in Philippians uh, 3 and 13 and 14? I've not obtained it yet. You know, we don't know God. And, and, and the thing about it is that we're on a road to getting to know who God is. Mm-hmm. Yes. You see on TV doing miracles and doing stuff. They don't know God. They're still getting to know who God is because there's so much stuff that God can do. He's exceedingly and above it. That's what the word says. So if he's exceedingly and above, there's so much more stuff. I got. I, I don't know. I don't know him. I I know what he has allowed me to know, but there's so much more to him that I need to know. Yeah. Yes. So I can say all day. I can say I know him, but I don't know him yet. Amen. Come on. And then he says, but in works they deny him, and being abominable. And see, Mm -hmm. in our works we deny him because... There's some things that we do and there's some things we won't do. And there's some things that we'll run after and, and, and do exceedingly and abundantly, and there's some things we won't do exceedingly and abundantly. Mm-hmm. 
And then there's some things that he'll call us to do. We'll question him about doing. Well, is that called pick and choosing? <laughs> they pick people pick and choose what mm-hmm. part of the word they want. I pick this part. No, this is for you. If the Lord laid it out there for you to see, it's for you. Take it. And then he says about being disobedient and unto every good works. We probate. And under every good works, we probate. You know, mm-hmm. the thing about it, even in our obedience, sometimes we become disobedient. Mm-hmm. Amen. And the overall thing that, that, that what I'm getting out about is, you know, we challenge the things of the work that we do for God. Mm-hmm. You know, we challenge them. And that's why I ended it up saying, you know, I have to come back. Like I'll do it now. We, we, we challenge those. But I'll come back. And it says, and unto every good work. All right. And and and, and I'm gonna go with this. The spirit bleeding. And now and and every good work we question mm. about the work we do. Yes. We question. Mhm. You know this. There's people, and I'm going to tell you when you question it. When people say, did I preach a good sermon? Why do you question what you did? <laughs> hmm Amen. And and that's something that you shouldn't even ask. No. You shouldn't even ask. Like, because see, you didn't preach it. God preached to you. It wasn't even about you. But I, 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 use that, I give you that example. That's one of them. Or are they, are they praying? How, did I pray good? Did, did, did I do all right? When oh. we need confirmation from man about what we did for God, then we question about what God, what the what we do for God. If I got confirmation, if I got, if God told me to go pray for you and I want to pray for you, and then I got to ask somebody, did did I do the right thing? Then I'm questioning what the work that I just did for God. But I, that's that's a, I can see uh, that's when people first um, start first start out. But not when you seasonal. Now that now you're a little. Let, let me tell you something. You got mature questions that do the same thing. No, don't don't try to don't try to just say you maybe that's not you today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but then you may find yourself sometimes questioning whether whether it was right or wrong what you did, and even though the spirit led you to do it. You, you you know what I found out the bishop that you know if 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 I if I said it if it came out God wanted me to say it and if you don't like it I'm, uh, I can't apologize to you to take that up with God. Let me if tell I'm you something. Let me give you a reality. Mm-hmm. We all question some things that God tells us to do, and we go do them, and we question. 
sometimes, God, did I do the right thing? We'll ask God, did we do the right thing? You mean when I went out and need us to do the right thing. Because there's not everything, everything that we do, God ain't got to tell us to do. There's some things that we, we, we grow to learn to do as being a child of God. And sometimes we do it, and sometimes we go to God, God, I hope I did the right thing. Mm. So we all question it. I can take that, but I'm not going to question it when I'm preaching. Yeah, we all question it. Uh, you may listen. Listen. I'm going to tell you one more time. We all question the things. Yes, I do question things God. that I do, but I don't, I don't question when I preach. Well, we wouldn't. Well, we, listen, Pastor. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just use the preaching as an open door to all uh, things. To I all you. things. I just use the preaching as an open door because it's one of the things that I thought you could identify with being a preacher. That mm-hmm. you could do that. But there's so many other things that I can throw out on the table that, that we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Spirit led me to go over here and pray for this person. And then I get over there and the person don't want me to pray for him. <laughs> then you say, well, Lord, did I do, was I doing the right thing? Did the Spirit really lead me to go over there? Now you're questioning. What the, mm-hmm. what a, and that was a good work you were getting ready to do. You go do a good work, but now you question the good work you went to do because the person wouldn't let you do it. Mm-hmm. And seeing that, then there too. Or the, the Lord told me to tell you this, and the person said, no, I don't want to hear that. Or the Lord told me to lay my hand. No, don't put your hands on me. Now, are you questioning what, what God told you to do? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. in your flesh, you just got hurt because you got rejected. Mm-hmm. Mm. And now your rejection caused you to question what God told you to do. Amen. Amen. Well, we thank God for this this lesson tonight, um, hoping that everyone got something out of Thessalonians, the first chapter. That was a very good chapter, too. Very good. Um, Next week, you will be on the line by yourself, and we hope that um, Pastor Albright and some of the other ones will come and join her as I will be on sabbatical. And I may listen in. You love this business. But, <laughs> yeah, but I may listen in, but I, I'm not going to be able to say nothing. I know that. Um and I might not. I might not even put myself in that temptation <laughs> while I'm before God. <laughs> the right. temptation. But um, I am. I am going to change. Put your telephone number in there so you can record it after tonight. And you're going to text me on how to do it. No, all you got to do is when you call in, it'll come on. Oh, all, okay. it, all, it, all I need to do is I'm going to go on there now and put your telephone number in there. And oh, then when, you, when, you call, when as soon as you come on, it's going to go ding, ding, ding. And then it's going to say, this call is being recorded. Oh, like when, I, when I come on, you see the noise in there when I come on? 
Yeah. And then it says, now this is being recorded. That's what mm-hmm. it's going to be when you come on the line from now on. Prayer line is there. Okay. So, again, we thank everyone for being with us. We ask y'all to come join us on Wednesday night. Um, Reverend Orlando Julet will be preaching. Uh, amen. We'll be closing out this month's revival. And we ask y'all to be ready for next month. With next month's revival will be God's deliverance. Our scripture is Psalm 34. 30. 30 what? It's 34 9 or 34 and 39. Hold on, I got it. Oh my God. I'm on the wrong thing. Uh, it's 34 9. Here it goes. It's, 30, it's Psalms 34. It's 34 9. Yeah, 34. The 34th chapter, 9th verse, where it says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivered them out of them all. So we ask you to join next month. 3419. Sounds 3419. Some powerful speakers will be on. And let me let me pray, because... Oh, she's talking. Father God, we thank you once again, and we just ask you to bless everyone that's been on the line, everybody that was with us, but Father yes. God, we ask you to lift them up right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Father God, we ask that you just the angels to look over them during the course of the night, and uh, no hurt harm them they come upon them, and they can yes. wake them up on due time tomorrow morning. Father God, we thank you, we praise and exalt you, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Because we always say in closing on the line, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Because I always say in the line, smooches, smooches, smooches. Hallelujah. Y'all have a blessed night. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bishop. Yeah. Bishop. Um, um, I might be calling on you for that prayer uh, for, um, for the Father God, we ask you to look over the man of God tonight, Father God. Father God, you know our time and you know when you call us, Father God. Father okay. God, if it's not as time, Father God, miracles, you're still performing miracles and miracles are still happening. Mm-hmm. Father God, we ask you to touch him right now. Bring peace in his spirit mm-hmm. and comfort in his heart, Father God. Father God, you said your peace will pass the only understanding and protect the heart and the mind. Father yes, God, we ask you to protect the light now in the mighty name of Jesus. Comfort us in this place. In yes, Jesus' God. name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.